This is a City of Crestview podcast. Welcome to Season 2 of Civic View. My name is Chance Levins and I'm your digital media specialist here at the City of Crestview. The goal of Civic View is to keep our citizens informed and entertained while maintaining a sense of transparency between you and your local government. And here at City Hall and all across the city, we value that communication as well as civic engagement, and we hope this podcast will continue to be a source of both. So let's get started. Hello, Crestview, and thank you for joining me for another episode of Civic View. Now, this is episode 41, and the city manager did say to pay attention to episode 41 because he was going to say a bunch of stuff. That's not what's happening. You should pay attention to episode 41 because I have our amazing city clerk on today, and she actually is going to be um, stepping down from the clerk position uh, come January. And we'll be uh, appointing a new one at that time. And we are taking applications now, aren't we? No, not yet. When do we start doing that, Betsy? Uh, That hasn't been determined yet. Sometime in the next month or so. Okay, sometime soon uh, we will be doing that. And obviously I have uh, Elizabeth Roy, our city clerk. (laughs) So thank you for joining me today, uh, Betsy. Do you mind if that's if I call you Betsy? That is perfect. All right. Um, that's always fun because I try to find you when I'm sending emails and I start typing in Betsy and it doesn't pull anything up. And I'm like, oh, yeah. Elizabeth. Okay. We so, try to be formal sometimes. Not all the time. But sometimes. <laughs> no, it's, I mean, you're only the city clerk, right? <laughs> so, all right. So I, I'm excited for this episode because it's an opportunity for me to bring in civics, but not us. We're not going to sit here and talk about ordinances and code and <laughs> all of those things that make people fall asleep, <laughs> including the city clerk. <laughs> so, um, all right, so first of all, let me just uh, let me ask you this. So I've probably asked you this before. It was probably in the recent uh, newspaper write-up. But how, how many years have you been a uh, city clerk for? Christmas? It'll actually be January second. Will be ten years. Wow. Okay. So you're you're going coming off of a what'll be a full decade as city clerk. So you've seen us go uh, through a few different uh, transitions there, right? Several. <laughs> was uh was Cadel mayor when you became yes. clerk? Okay. So clerk. you've only, so you've only been through two mayors. Two though, mayors. Right? Okay. So two mayors, city manager, quite a few people on the city council, I'm sure. Um Well, not not as many as you think cuz um unfortunately we had one to pass away uh and he was replaced and then his replacement left and he got replaced. Um but Mr. Witten the as mayor now was on this had just got elected to the city council uh, about a year after I started so I started in 12 and the next election was the 13th okay so that we changed uh, we got a couple of new council members that year and then we got a couple uh, new ones uh, the next election cycle so not been a whole lot Mr. Hayes has been down there most of the time that I've been here or all the time I've been here Mr. Blocker too right Mr. Blocker uh, has been here the whole time. Mr. Witten, all but one year, has been here. So yeah, it's his, not his position changed. His though. position changed. So that's kind of. I mean, so okay. Well, I mean, you've still seen a few people come and go. Some and, a lot of different ideas changed. I guess more than. Uh, yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> I'd probably say that's safe to say that that has occurred. <laughs> uh, I wouldn't be sitting here if it hadn't, and I'm happy to be sitting here. Uh, okay, so. <laughs> um, now, when you when you step down, uh, you're not going to be leaving us, uh, no. right? So you're you're gonna is it a 
so you're going to be be the director of the CRA? Director CRA, right. Are you the director of the CRA now? Yes. Okay, I thought so. But you kind of do it, is it like a voluntary thing that you do it now? Or? Well, if it, if not being extra pay for it is voluntary, then yeah, it's voluntary. About, <laughs> about a year ago uh, when we changed the uh, uh, direction of a couple of things, uh, Mr. Bolduck came to me and said, hey, would you like to be help me out and be CRA director for a while until we figure out, you know, what direction the CRA is going. I said, sure, I've always liked it. Uh, I've always liked working with Main Street. So it's been, you know, an interesting year, um, just learning the ins and outs. It's it's kind of, I always knew what it was. Because as in, in the statutes, the city clerk is the person at that point who is in charge of the financial part of the CRA. So the the special funds that have to be kept separate, I've always done that ever since I've been in the office, so I was really familiar with what the CRA was supposed to do. Yeah. Just not the ins and outs on the reports and the, the daily stuff of it. But Okay. Well, so for those who don't understand the acronym, it is our Community Redevelopment Agency. Um, we do have uh, public meetings for it. If you're ever interested, those are open. We are open to the public, so you can come here at City Hall. We have them on Facebook. We stream them. They're, are they, they're once a month. Once a quarter. Once a quarter. Is the requirement. Sometimes we have them more often. Off. Okay. <laughs> During yeah, budget time, I, we have an extra one. And I swear something. when I first started, we had CRA meetings way more often than we do we did. now. Okay. We did. All right. I'm not imagining you're not. That. You're not imagining right. it. Okay. Because I was like, like, we don't have them as often anymore. No. Okay. So, and those are announced uh, publicly if it's something you're interested in or something that you want to know uh, what's going on. Also on our website, you know, www.cityofcrestview.org, there's a CRA section. And it's got the overlay map. Is that correct? That shows the area that yes. is the CRA area. And some people say, what's that? Well, it's it's our downtown area, sort of, but it actually kind of goes a little bit past that in some places. What Or what you would think of as the traditional downtown area. It's outside It's outside Main Street. It covers Main Street, Wilson Street, Twin Hills Park, and just barely over Highway 90 a little bit. Yeah. Um, but it's um, it's a very, it's a set area, and that's where the the... the tax increment financing the TIF funds come from out of that area uh, of the city okay and we'll, we'll talk a little bit more about that um, later in in the episode here but um, before we get bogged down in that I actually just want to talk about you a little bit um, okay. so 10 years uh, you've been so you were at the beginning of the end of the old regime and the beginning of the new of the new regime <laughs> and <laughs> so you've been in an interesting place probably um, so that leads me to my next question that I want to ask you. And, and that is, um, you know, what are some of your, what are some of your favorite moments, uh, from your tenure as, as clerk? Um, overall, seeing the direction that the city has changed, we've modernized, uh, even since I've been here and at the start of, I've been here, we've modernized and upgraded the, the website. We've modernized and upgraded the agenda system. Um, even before um, city manager came on, we were working to get that where we could get it out, get it on the website more. Uh, then we went out for a new website because we were it was very um, limited as to what we could do on the website. We couldn't have different stuff, so we went out and uh, got that done, uh, upgraded some of the phone systems, upgraded some of the systems. So we really started looking at some items, but uh, on the other hand, we also uh, started putting some controls into place as far as financials went so that we, when I took over, we didn't have a lot in reserves. Uh, we built that up in the 10 years slowly but surely to where we had 
at least three times as much as we did when I started. So that was uh, a good thing that we worked, that the finance director and I worked towards is keeping a handle on spending and that kind of stuff to get it some money back into reserves just in case. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's, and that's something that the city managers carried on to, you know, that's one of the things that we, uh, it's important, you know, cause you don't, cause some, I mean, this, I mean, 2020 was an example of what, you know, you don't know what's going to happen. I mean, right. in, in November, it was like, Hey, there's this thing in China. And by February, it was like, Hey, there's this thing in the United States and we're still dealing with it now. You know, we're dealing with another upswing in it right now, currently with the Delta variant. So, I mean, you have the unknowns and then you have the, the maybes you have the what if we get a hurricane? What right. if we get a bad tropical storm? We need, you know, finances. We need systems in place to do. And uh, we worked on that some. And then uh, the city manager's obviously taken that and, and run with it with the department heads and really come up with a really good plan just in case. We yeah. hope we never have to use it. Well, but. I'm going to say it's not a what if we get a hurricane. It's when, uh, because this is Florida. And as has happened just, you know, uh, last <laughs> Or, or excuse me, earlier this week, week that's right. we got very, very lucky. Uh, and, you know, that storm didn't get too big. And it, it we got into the part of it that was, uh, you know, the little sweet spot there basically is what happened for us. Um, so, but, you know, Mother the next nature one, is an unknown. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's always, it's always wild uh, trying to figure out what to do with those hurricanes um, or storms or anything because they, it's, it feels like last minute, but that's just one of those things you can't you can't wait last minute to make decisions on. And know? it's even just some of our afternoon thunderstorms lately have been worse than tropical storms. So yeah. those are those you got to have a plan in place to start cleaning up after those. You know, I mean, those come up in thirty seconds, not yeah. thirty hours. Yeah, definitely. And some of those, you know, deal with tornadoes and things. But so, okay, so that so that's one example, uh, and that's a. I feel like that's like an overall, you know a good overall example of what you've seen happen in, in, in so, so I'm going to dig a little deeper. I'm going to say, is there, has there been a situation, you know, cause you're at every single council meeting, unless you're out of town on vacation or something like that. I mean, you've been at every single one and I've, that I've been at and I've only missed one cause of, I was sick. But, um, what, uh, is there, is there some moment from a council meeting? I mean, you don't got to name names. You don't have to, you know, but like, is there one moment from a council meeting or something that stands out to you? It, funny or or really nice where the community came out or something like that or, or anything like that that really, you know, because cause dealing with council is, you know, a huge part of your job. And um, I mean, recently the, the nicest thing I, that I can think of is when they recognize there's always been a city clerk week always been a city clerk week and this was the first year that it actually got recognized and had a proclamation so that was a nice moment for me you know in my last year as city clerk because I knew in the back of my mind then that was going to happen but not hadn't announced it yet but that that was nice um to get that recognized as a fact um our city government weeks uh have been interesting there was one point where there was a little discussion about somebody picking all the things we were going to do for city clerk, I mean, for city government week and council not being involved. So that's switched over that, that they're more involved in the planning of the city government week. And it's gotten more expansive. It's always been there, but in the last two two years, it's gotten more expansive to get out into the community and teach the uh, citizens or help the citizens learn more about what the city council, the mayor and the city clerk do. Well, it's and and you say it's gotten more expensive to me. Expansive, not expensive. Yeah, I was going to (laughs) say. Expansive. Expansive is probably a much better way to put that. And it has. I mean, we, 
in in the um you know uh two years I've been at the city I've been doing this for almost one year now but I've been with the city for two and uh or, no I've been doing this for longer than one year sorry bad man <laughs> um point being is that uh yes the last two government weeks we've had have been um they're quite quite a you know quite a ordeal is the only way I can put it because that's how it feels to me at by the end of the week I was exhausted <laughs> I was like man we were everywhere doing all kinds of stuff but I think that's that's good because uh for a long long time um whether it was the city clerk whether it was city council whether it was the mayor maybe not so much the mayor because it's such a public facing figure but uh a lot of the other positions people just didn't understand who they were what they were what what was going on how our government functioned here locally and things like that and um the ability to reach some people, uh, make those face-to-face contacts, go, you know, I'm one of your city council members, and have those conversations that people have been wanting to have, but they don't understand how to have them or what's the appropriate way to have them or things like that. Every opportunity we get to help drive that and make it easier for people, I think, is a, is a great thing. So when is City Government Week? City Government Week is the third week of October. I believe it starts... This year, 18th through the 25th. Okay. Starts on a Monday and ends on the next Sunday. Um, uh, we usually move our fourth meeting and um, our second meeting in October. That's usually the fourth week. We move it to the third week, so we have a big city council meeting, normally at Warriors Hall. We haven't finalized those plans yet, so we can get more people in there. Obviously, we can have 76 in the council chambers. We can have 250 at Warriors Hall. Um the last two years, we've recognized, uh, two or three years, we recognized local civic groups at mm-hmm. that meeting and let them explain what they do. And it's been, uh, people really seem to have enjoyed that and getting their name out there. And it gets the recognitions for those groups, like the Rotary and the Kiwanis and the Lions and the, that, that don't always get a, a rah-rah, but it gets people the chance to explain what they're doing and, and know that they're there. Yeah, I know that. So most of those organizations you just named, I'm aware of, you know, and the Lions Club and the Masons and some of the other things like that. Uh, but there were people that stepped up and spoke or had organizations that I had never heard of and local places that weren't necessarily a club, but just an organization that was a nonprofit or helped, uh, you know, with with drug awareness or hepatitis testing or um, uh, homelessness or uh, food food kitchens, things like that, you know, just like there were a lot of different organizations that I didn't even know that we had, you know, here locally that were, and they're, they're small organizations, you know, their impact on the community is probably not as large as they would like it to be, but us having that, maybe if if one or two people see that and go, oh, well, I didn't know that was an organization that existed so that I can go participate in that, you know, and be a part of it. That helps that grow. It helps that movement. Or if somebody needs help and they don't know where to go. Exactly. That's another uh, opportunity for them to make that connection. So I I agree with you. I think that's pretty cool. You know, I I know we haven't decided what we're going to do this year um, as far as that goes, but, uh, you know. But it's getting more participation, even from the civic groups, like the uh, uh, Rotary Club just gave um, a check for the splash pad. Yeah, was it $35,000? 30000 $30,000. The Kiwanis Either Club <laughs> just built <laughs> the playground you. at the McMahon Center for over 26000 So there's lots of different things that are, are going on out there with those civic groups participating with the city. Yeah, and no, absolutely. I mean, it's, it's huge that... Um, that that we get organizations that come in and do things like that like you know i i didn't know <clears throat> i didn't know the rotary was going to donate i mean i knew we were talking to someone about 
you know the the splash pad at the what we're talking about is is the park parking lot slash park that's on wilson street across from the um bracken building right mm-hmm. that's what it's called uh and that is in the cra area yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> and uh for those of you that pay attention to county if you know that earlier this week they uh, agreed to deed that over to us or give it to us or however you want to put it basically um so we could finish out the park and the parking so it'll give us some more parking downtown we'll have a nice water feature and some other cool things are going to happen i'm not going to spoil it all um but uh yeah so those in and, and that was really awesome you know and i'm I, I didn't realize how much money they were donating either so thank well again thank you uh for to the Qantas club and for the yeah, other part Qu- i mean we keep and- talking about the mcmahon center they the Quans Club gave the money for the for the play park yeah. in the middle of COVID. Yeah. So yeah, well, we, we so haven't we, been able to have a celebration, exactly. but we're planning on that in I was October. Say, I was going to say, keep saying the McMahon Center, people don't understand what. So we have an environmental center. Right. And it is over, um, it's over near uh, Live Oak Cemetery. Right across the street. Yeah. If you know where the big fire watch tower is there, uh, you know, near what, Northwood, Richburg, that central area, like, like Betsy said, right across the street from the um, cemetery. Uh, we have an environmental center and a park and an outdoor thing. And, um, we're, we're working on that. And like you said, it kind of happened in the middle of COVID. So it wasn't really one of those things where we were going to go have a big celebration and all that kind of stuff. So we've been talking about having it in October and it just dawned on me and I'll have to speak with Mayor Witten, but maybe part of city government. Well, I was going to say, if that could line up with city government week, that'd be great. Uh, that'd be a great tell in tail into city government mm-hmm. week actually because the weather should be relatively nice in october not if so we're not hot. dodging a hurricane and uh, <laughs> and yeah not quite so hot maybe we won't have a thunderstorm i don't know it's hard to tell last year the end of government week was a thunderstorm because that was the grand opening of the rc park and i remember filming the grant the ceremony hanging off the side of the top <laughs> up there trying to get blown away by the wind because we were like all right this rain just isn't going to quit so um but that's some of the the that's just Florida for you there. Um, okay, so, <laughs> so all right, so those are those are all cool things. I know you're you're actually a member of the Qantas Club, mm-hmm. is that correct? Yes. Is that the only organization in town? Uh, I'm, a, I'm a member of the Elks Lodge, okay. um, the uh, Qantas Club, Main Street, by virtue of the of the position. Um, but and that's that's the three main ones that that I'm involved in, but. Okay. Well, uh, are those organizations open to, for people to join if they want, like mm-hmm. the Qantas Club? Qantas Club is open. when They meet, uh, Qantas Club and Rotary meet at the same time at noon on Wednesdays. Rotary Club meets at the Masonic Lodge. Right now, Qantas Club meets at uh, La Rumba's because nobody in restaurant listener owners, if you're listening, we need a place to meet. Um, but there's not a lot of open dining spaces where you can have a meeting yeah uh and that uh, which kind is of understandable stuff. uh elks is uh as an invitation to join but um there's enough elks around if someone's interested in it. and it's a it's a uh it it takes care of kids rotary takes care of kids Kiwanis takes care of kids so they're all very geared toward the the youth and uh, children of the area and when you say that you mean they they volunteer they, they volunteer donate, they have scholarships they, yeah. and stuff okay. like that so I'll have to ask you this while I have you here and we're talking about it. Um, I know some of those clubs are struggling to bring in younger members. Is that is that fair for the Qantas Club too? Yes. Okay. So 
So then I, I guess I have to I have to ask you this then. So I'm gonna help you recruit a little bit here and try to. If you if you're if you're younger and you're interested in one of these groups, like what what are some of the I hate to say benefits, but honestly, that's the truth of it. You know, what are some of the 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 positive aspects that someone, you know, outside of interacting with the community? Because there's multiple ways you can do that. I mean, is it networking? It's good. It's like it's almost like the chamber. Okay. Of course, I'm also a member of. I mean, you can network. You can meet people. You can get involved in the community. You can uh, volunteer at events that are going on to get your name out, as well as the club's name out there. So there's a lot of. It's like any of the civic groups. Uh, it requires a want to give back. Yeah. Uh, it's not necessarily just what's in it for me. It's what can I do back for the community? Right. And and when I say that, I always, I always struggle. Like when I had a United Way on, I struggle because I say that. And I don't, I don't mean that in the collective sense of, well, if I give you my time, what do I get back out of it? What I more like mean out of that is, you know, what are the benefits of it? I guess is a better way to say that, you know, like you, you get, you get networking, you get, like you just said, you get, you know, you get, you get out there and things like that. You help the community. Um, and so, and you get to, I mean, you get to participate in things like donating to the splash park fundraisers, donating to the Maman center, seeing places go from basically a rundown house in a, in an overgrown park to, you know, a, a pretty beautiful new center, a beautiful new, play park uh in an area that needs a beautiful new play park yeah so so, okay so i'll run it down like this so it gives you an opportunity to really be a part of your community yes because i know some people want to do that but they you know and again had this conversation with united way they struggle with understanding you know how do i start you know how do i get involved who i talk to especially for some people if they don't they don't go to church uh, because church is such a huge part of how people interact with the community here if you if you're new here you don't have a church or you don't go to church there's still other opportunities for you to interact with the community and do things like that see see the transformations in the community that you want to see and and be a part of those things um and that sounds like Qantas and rotary and some of those others are a great opportunity to do that yeah, like I said, they're all, and everyone, I mean, the Chamber is a business networking thing, but it's still also involved the community, but Rotary and, and uh, uh, Kiwanis and Elks are all geared towards the next generation and taking care of that next generation. All right, cool. So, so um, yeah, so I don't know. We've just gone all over the place with this. It's <laughs> fine. I, you know, like I have this whole list here and I was going <laughs> to, but it all, it's, it's okay though. I don't mind. Um. I don't know that we'll get back around to the CRA. We can do that again on another episode. That's fine. Because I have to ask you about the artwork that you do. Uh, whenever we were having the art and car show, um, I was walking around taking photographs with my lovely wife uh, for, for uh, you know, to let people know what was going on and things like that. And I saw that uh, Betsy had a stand and she was selling these very intricate um designs these pieces of art that are made from these tiny little beads tiny like thousands of them on a single like sheet they're and they're very pretty and very cool uh for those of you that are a bit younger they kind of look like pixel art in a way if you know what pixel art is um and uh how okay first of all i don't know how in the world you have the patience to sit and do something like that. Well, if I haven't learned anything else from being a city clerk, I've learned patience. Um, but it's it's kind of a you know it's a pattern, it's a color. You got It's almost like if you've ever done. Oh, I'm sure you've ever done. Anybody has ever done not counted cross stitch. It's 
you have a pattern that you go by mm-hmm. and you put a color yeah. in. And it's the same thing with the little dots. You put them where it's numbered, where it's thing, and you come out with a picture of what you want it to look like. So it's very mindless. It kind of, you know, you can I can do it while I'm watching TV. It's it meditative. While I'm listening. It's, it's okay. you know, it doesn't take a lot of concentration. You know, work takes a lot of concentration. Everything else takes a lot of concentration. That doesn't. Um, so it keeps me where I can listen to what my husband's saying and I can, I hear what he's saying. I hear what the TV's saying without, you know, if you're reading, sometimes you shut your mind off. Yeah, no, I can't. When I'm reading, I, and I love to read, but I need like silence. I'm like, don't talk to me. I don't want to hear the TV. I don't want to hear the dog barking. Like, cause when I'm reading, I'm like into what I'm doing, but no, I can understand that. I mean, everyone needs, you know, for some people it's sitting on the, you know, sitting on the next to a pond in a lawn chair or something with it, you know, a cane pole or for some people it's, <laughs> it's just like driving their car around, you know, or going to the beach or whatever. Everyone needs that, that way to kind of tune out. Right. You know, we, we live in a society where we talk about that as being like a negative thing, but the reality is if you don't tune out every now and then you're going to burn out. Like, <laughs> well, I mean, you can, I mean, I mean, the news is not exactly the happiest stuff in the no. world. So, you know, if you can, if you can, you know, tune that out and listen to what you want to listen to and not listen to what you don't want to listen to. I mean, you need to know what's going on in the world, but you don't need to. Yeah. Uh, I know somebody interviewed someone at a nursing home during the start of the pandemic and they were like, how come y'all aren't panicking? How come y'all aren't upset? She said, we don't allow the TV to be on. <laughs> well, there you go. <laughs> also, I mean, what are, what are you going to do? I mean, what? I, I understand panic. I understand why it happens, but sometimes I'm like, you know, this is not a situation we should panic about because. And my, and my husband will tell you I'm a worry wart, so I'm, yeah. I have to have a non-worry wart distraction. Yeah, well, I mean, <laughs> I, I think it's really neat. I, I was I was like totally blown away when I saw it. I was like, I don't know how. There's no way, you know, like I'd, I'd start and then I'd miss a row and then I'd have like the wrong color for like an entire <laughs> row. And I'd just be like, nah, and just throw it, you know. That's like what I, tweezers were made for. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, no, it's, it's pretty cool. I'm sure, you know, when we do the art show again, because I'm pretty sure the Main Street will probably want to do that again. You know, They're going to have the, well, they're all going to have the Christmas market in November. So we'll be there. So you'll be there at the Christmas <laughs> market. All right. So you can come out and get some of, I don't, what is it called? Diamond painting. Diamond painting. Not real diamonds. No. <laughs> Don't get excited. <laughs> no, they're diamond. They have like facets, so they call them diamond. They're I can like see someone trying to do a diamond oh. heist on Betsy's diamond. Yeah, really, yeah. <laughs> they're like a. They're like a. They're faceted like a diamond, so that's why they call them. They sparkle. Okay, they're they're really pretty, and I and like I said, I was I was in awe. I was like, there's you know, I do a lot of art, and I was like, I, I could not. There's no. There's no way I could. See, do I'm it. not artistic at all, so this I can do. <laughs> I don't. I disagree. I think it's pretty cool. Um. All right. So so the only we're quickly running out of time here. The only other thing I'm going to throw at you because I've been doing this with everyone lately mostly to mess with Tim but uh, what, what's your favorite college team and you're not allowed to say Alabama <laughs> then I'll have to decline the question <laughs> oh no okay when so, I was growing up it was it was Georgia because my brother went to Georgia but which, now, which Georgia Tech Georgia Georgia, Georgia, Georgia University Georgia. Georgia Bulldogs but right. uh, and of course I went to um, uh, a technical school college to get into community college so i didn't really have a team but uh, i i've learned to be an alabama fan i'm sorry or anybody that's depending on who they're playing if alabama's playing florida it's alabama if anybody else is playing florida it's florida okay so it's it depends on if they're 
a Florida team or an Alabama team and they're playing anybody else that's not a Florida Alabama team, then it's the Florida Alabama team. <laughs> All right. And that's so my non committal answer. <laughs> you're using a neutral position. You're yes, Switzerland I am. <laughs> college sports. All right. Well, as always, I'm going to say, you know, go Argos because I'm UWF alumni and, and we're going to get there one day. Uh, <laughs> Um, anyways, I just, I've just been asking everyone that lately. Cause every time someone doesn't say Alabama, I love it. Cause I'm, I can hear Tim in his office going roll tide. Um, so, all right, Betsy, thank you so much, uh, for stopping by and taking the time to talk to me. I, you know, um, if these were longer, we talk more about stuff. I'm sure there's plenty of other things. Like I said, we'll definitely talk about, uh, the CRA again, because that stuff is going to kick back up here real soon. And people are going to be like, what's going on? So we definitely will we'll be back to talk about that. Um, as always, I end these by thanking everyone who takes the time to participate, to listen, to listen on the radio. Uh, to us, this is important. Um, to us, making sure that our citizens know what's going on is important. So thank you, thank you, thank you. And uh, that's going to do it for this one. Thank you. Thank you for joining me for this episode of Civic View. You can hear new episodes every Friday on Spotify, Pandora, Amazon, Audible, Podbean, iHeartRadio, and on our website at www.cityofcrestview.org. Civic View is a public affairs program produced and recorded right here at City Hall and is also featured Saturday mornings at 7 a.m. on WAAZ-FM and WJSB-AM. Our music is recorded, produced, and performed by Scott Holmes, and you can find us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at City of Crestview. And with that, I'll say be safe, Crestview, and I'll catch you next time.